Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hey, I'm Dr. Karen Becker and Diana and Jess have nominated Amanda Joe as an animal game changer and I am honored and I'm excited to hear from our next guest, Miss Amanda Joe. Thank you so much Amanda for joining me and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's so surreal to be here because I have admired you and your tips and your advice for so long. So a big thank you for having me. Well, I am so excited to learn more about the amazing things that you're doing. You had multiple people nominate you, which means you're doing some pretty amazing things. Can you tell our community a little bit more about who you are and what you're doing? Sure. So I am Amanda Joe. Um, my husband and I have started a nonprofit dog rescue called Bunny's Buddies um, out of San Diego, California. I believe we started two years ago. Um, I had just been coming across horrific cases of animal animal abuse online. Um, mostly in Asia was what I was seeing, and. I was just in the middle of my work day and I came across one of those terrible, you know, Yulin dog meat festival videos. And I was like, I can't unsee that. I can't keep pretending like I didn't just see that. And so I had a popular business account at the time and I just asked my followers, like, you know, can we fundraise for, you know, like, let's just say five dogs. Let's just start with five. Um, and I was blown away. I mean, they helped me raise... I think it was like $10,000 in a matter of minutes. I mean, by the end of the day, I had everything I needed to save five. And I was like, okay, let's make it 10. Let's help 10. Um, and I had been doing research behind the scenes, like with what groups I could donate the money to. People are already doing this. Um, and it was just something that came, not naturally, but it fell into place. And it was almost too easy that I knew, okay, this is something... I have to do. This is clearly meant to be. Um, and so I started a dog rescue, um, found the attorneys, filed for nonprofit, made the connections. Um, we have partners all over Asia now. We have a whole system running. So we focus on saving dogs from slaughterhouses, which it's true. There are dogs in slaughterhouses. I mean, golden retrievers. I just got three last night from a slaughterhouse. It does exist. Um, so we focus on primarily slaughterhouse rescue, streets, huge, huge problem, tons of dogs on the streets. I mean, pets, these are not stray dogs born onto the streets. They are pets someone bought and decided they no longer want and they're dumping them on the streets. Um, and then the last one is kill shelters. So kill shelters are ruthless in some locations and they get maybe a couple days and then they're done. So we'll go in, we'll pull them, we'll give them their second chance. So slaughterhouses, streets and shelters, kill shelters is kind of what we focus on. We do also help dogs in the United States. Um, 
but the conditions are so much worse in Asia. They are tortured, they are skinned, they are burned, their eyeballs are ripped out. Um, so not that it's a competition on who's worse or who deserves to be saved, but these dogs have nothing. I mean, our shelters here in the United States would be like a luxury stay for them. So I do what I can. I kind of focus on the worst, the ones that are the sickest, that need me the most, that probably don't have any chance. The bigger dogs that no one wants to deal with flying here. Um, so yeah, I do what I can. And I think we've saved almost 300 dogs since I started. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit about what we do. Beautiful, amazing, and yet it has to be so Girl, you got to have a backbone to do that because the things that you see um, shift shift you. You know, you you have to you have to have a means. All the good that you're doing, you have to be so strong and resilient from the pain that you see. The pain is unbearable, um, and everyone's like, "Oh, you need a good therapist," but you're like, the problem with therapy is, is that you're not removing yourself from the pain. So it's just continued pain and you do get compassion fatigue. I mean, there's days where I'm just like done as a person. Um, it's hard because then you're put into a world with other problems that you are like, these are not real problems. Like, yeah. you know, I just saw a dog be boiled, boiled alive. Um, so it's taken a lot of adjusting. Um, I have other businesses that I have to work on. So that's been really challenging showing up happy and normal when, you know, I just saw two dogs die from distemper and I got to them too late and I watched them take their last breath. So it's very, very hard. And it's also hard being a rescue online because everyone wants to judge. And why did you do this? And why did you do that? And it's like, <sighs> it's but definitely hard. The beautiful thing is that you're doing it despite all of those things. Amanda, you're doing, you are, you are persevering despite the pain and you're doing it despite the criticism online and you're doing it. I think, I think it also helps. I'm undoubtedly, you have not just inspired me and uh, probably everyone that hears the magnificent nonprofit that you have set up. But as your team of volunteers grows and as your network of people worldwide grow, I, I believe that just having other people in your space doing the same thing you're doing helps. It helps to, it helps to diffuse some of the, of the pain because you're in it together, if that makes sense. Yeah, and our followers are honestly the most amazing people. I mean, whatever I need, whatever I need. I mean, if I said I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I have nowhere to sleep tonight. I mean, someone would be like, come over. Yep. Someone would be like, come over. I'm going to make you dinner. I mean, I have people donate, giving me coffee, wanting me to just go get a pedicure. They'll be like, you just go take care of yourself. So yep. our followers are like rock solid. They are so passionate and they keep me going. Um, I always tell them, as long as you guys are here, I'm going to continue to be here. I cannot do it alone. Like we need each other. I can facilitate all of it, but like, I can't do it alone. I need their donations. I need their moral support. I need their encouragement. I need them to open their homes up to these animals. So it really is a group effort. Um, 
So I couldn't be here again without them. So hopefully this interview shows them my gratitude for all they do back for me too. Yeah. For, sh for sure. And Amanda Jo, if people, if people wanted to, where are people going to find you? If this is their first time meeting you and if they want to support you, Amanda Jo, where do people go to find you? So we are on all social media. So our Instagram is probably where I do the most posting. Um, and it's just at bunnies, B-U-N-N-Y-S, buddies, B-U-D-D-I-E-S. Um, we also have a website, bunniesbuddies.org. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. So everything is set up um, professionally. Um, and yeah, I would say our website is where people can go to apply to adopt. And our Instagram is where I post stories updates um, on the dogs, their conditions, their treatments. So that's where we're most active. And you have, I think, probably one of the world's most difficult volunteer. You volunteered for one of the most, other than child trafficking, a horrific grossness of humanity. You are stepping up and doing it amazing. So when, when I say, what do you love most about your job? That's not a valid question, but what is most fulfilling to you about you doing this line of work? Definitely giving them that second chance. I mean, to look at an animal and know you were not given a chance. Someone told you you were not worthy of love, of safety, of, of training, of education, of um, protection, of love. Um, to know you're giving, you know, something that someone else saw as unworthy their worth, their dignity, their respect. Um, that second chance is why I do it. There's no other reason um, other than to say, hey, you know what? You went down, you, you made a wrong turn. You got somewhere you shouldn't have been. And, you know, here I am. I'm going to help you. Um, we go above and beyond for their care. Um, once they are to, to the United States, we actually have a holistic vet full-time to help them repair their guts. Their gut health is so terrible being in China. I mean, they're on kibble diets. They're overloaded with vaccines. Um, so we really help educate the families on not only training um, behavior, how to get them to come out of their shell, um, but we go into diet, gut health, proper diets, what the dog should be eating. Um, so we don't just give them their second chance. We completely transform their lives and seeing them, seeing their befores and after, you're just like, why aren't we all doing this? Why aren't we all doing this for these animals? How did we even get here? So knowing that I am making a difference is what keeps me going. I go back and forth on there are a lot of days where I get depressed that I can't give it to them all. Um, so not being able to give every dog everything I give the other dogs is really hard. So I try to just focus on making a difference in the ones that I do have in their life. And the second chance for me is everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to be nominating that beautiful holistic veterinarian needs to be next in our list of interviews for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Amanda Jo, if, if you could share one thing with the world, if you, if you wanted everyone to know one thing about this amazing work, what would it be? 
I tried to work backwards and think about how are we here? How are we getting here? And what I kept going back to was human expectations. Our expectations of these animals are unrealistic. They are not attainable. Um, They're not achievable. So people are buying dogs from breeders all over the world and they they're telling these animals basically you must like kids you must be nice to my child you must be gentle with my child you must not go potty inside you must you can't be too hyper um your hair you can't shed um so your hair if it's around the house all of these unrealistic expectations are causing these animals to be failed so failed that their life is at risk so we as humans have to remember that we are bringing these animals into the earth we're breeding them and then we are failing them we're not training them we're not establishing communication with them we're not giving them patience grace room to make mistakes um if your dog snaps at a child i mean that dog just needs a little help learning this is a child you need to be gentle maybe you put up a baby gate um, and you work with the two of them so we need to remember that these are animals and they don't know better and they need us. They need our guidance, our support, our patience. And if you can't give that to an animal, please don't get one. We will never be able to fix this problem if people keep buying pets and keep having unattainable expectations. So that for me is what I would like to shout from the mountaintops that Girl, I'm right there with you. I will support you while you're shouting because no truer words ever spoken. So let me tell you, there's a million reasons why I'm happy that um, that I that I have been able to start this Game Changer platform and you are worthy of every recognition that people give you. Your organization is a light to the world and I appreciate everything you're doing to help the animals that you're able to encounter. You're providing life changing support for them. And I appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you so much.